I once took a very powerful assessment that said that I had an extremely low compassion level. In other words, empathy was a huge struggle for me. And I literally argued with the assessment. How could, a, how could I be a pastor and an executive coach and have almost no empathy? That was ludicrous to think about. And, and to be honest, it was very disappointing to me. How could I be an effective minister and have such low empathy for people? But as my executive coach dug into the, to the results with me a little bit more, the assessment was actually right. It was easy for me to, to be cold towards what others were going through. And there was nothing wrong with me. It was just my natural personality. Stay tuned, and I want to tell you how I work to overcome this. And I have a feeling that it could help you in a tremendous way as well. Hey there, I'm Ryan Franklin, and I would love for you to join me every week as we explore leadership topics that'll help you get the clarity needed to move your organization forward. Just hit the subscribe button and the bell to get notified as soon as I post a new session. And before we get started, I do want to mention that I have a great new product called the Christian Leader Blueprint. It's a solid model for leadership development. And if, you, if you've been looking for something that can help you or your team members develop in leadership, then look no, no further than the Christian Leader Blueprint. And I want to give it away as my gift to you. Just go to ChristianLeaderMadeSimple.com and you can download it for free today. And without any further delay, let's get to our session. I went to a Townsend Institute conference in California just a few years ago. And I really had no idea what to expect. But I was thinking that it would be like most conferences where you go sit in a crowd of people and you listen and, and learn from a speaker. And we did have some of that. But then what came next sort of shocked me. We spent hours in a small room with a new cohort group of 11 people who I'd never met before. And we experienced what they called process groups. And the learning opportunity was, was basically about empathy. We learned how to attune to one another. We learned how to tune in to the other's emotions with empathy. And we practiced that for many hours. And I have to admit, I thought it was pretty odd at first. I had, I'd never experienced anything like that before. But when we left the conference... I had an amazing new realization of the power of empathy. And so I walked away with an extremely useful skill. Though it was not my natural gift, I learned how to use empathy in a way that I didn't know was even possible prior to that experience. Empathy is a life changer. When someone tunes in to what you're experiencing with empathy, it connects with that individual that's hurting in a way like no other. It has the possibility to bring healing to that person. Romans 12, 15 says, Rejoice with them that do rejoice, and weep with them that weep. This is just one scripture that speaks to empathy. There are hundreds more all throughout scripture. And honestly, 
even though I had read many read these scriptures many times, they, they really didn't come alive to me in this way until after this learning process. And I had experienced this in my life from people that were naturally good at it. I had experienced this with a, with a good counselor in my life. I had seen empathy all of my life. But because I had such a low natural gift, I really didn't understand the impact of it. And now I do. And now I, I try to purposefully use it every day in life and, and in my ministry. And I, and I use it with my kids and my wife, and I attempt to tune in to what they're experiencing in the moment. And it makes all the difference with my love and my care and my bonding with my family. And as a pastor, many times I have people come into my office wanting me to fix things for them or give them advice. And in years past, I'd be quick to give them a a piece of my mind in the form of good advice and guidance. And they would leave my office with an answer that they generally already knew before they even came to my office. Yes, it would give them uh, maybe a sense of confirmation to move forward, but it didn't emotionally provide what people are truly seeking. Ecclesiastes 3.7 says, a time to rend and a time to sow, a time to keep silence and a time to speak. There's times where advice needs to be given. But I think there's more times that we need to just sort of be with people and provide things other than advice. Listen to this in Proverbs 17.27. He that hath knowledge spareth his words, and a man of understanding is of an excellent spirit. And this is also a powerful scripture, Proverbs 25. Counsel in the heart of man is like deep water, but a man of understanding will draw it out. That's a powerful scripture. Most of the time, the the things presented on the outside of a person is not the true picture. There's usually deeper things within, deeper needs. And at the core, we all really just, we just want and need particular relational nutrients from key individuals in our lives. We want people to connect with us without judgment. We want people to understand that uh, what we're going through and, and, and what we're going through truly is significant. At times, we want someone to share a similar story, or, or, or we may just want support or encouragement. And the problem is, that most people don't know how to ask for these things. The most impacting of these relational nutrients is acceptance. And I would say that a close second is what we're talking about today, empathy. Empathy is just connecting with what another is experiencing. Jesus exampled this in such a deep way when he connected with the woman at the well in in John chapter 4. It's such a powerful example. Go back and read that sometime. And when we provide empathy for those key relationships in life, it's amazing the connection that they feel and the way that they can quickly become relationally full. When I learned this, I made the shift in the way that, that I was connecting with people, and it literally transformed the results that I was seeing. 
And individuals would leave my office feeling bonded to, feeling warm and full. And, and I give most of the credit to the use of empathy. And I have to constantly push against my grain of wanting to provide advice and solutions and, and just simply connect with them relationally through the use of empathy. And that communicates my love and my concern. It's an act of just being present with someone through those tough times in their lives. When people come seeking advice, most of the time, they know exactly what to do. They have the answers within them. They just don't have the relational bonding and connection connection to gain the confidence to fulfill that answer that they already have. I love the power of empathy. It's the greatest tool that I use in coaching and pastoral counseling and just everyday life. And so how can you learn to use empathy? How can you learn to tune in to what another person is experiencing? One thing you can do is you can enroll in Townsend Institute. That's where I learned it. Uh, But I don't think that's necessary or even practical for everyone. And uh, some of you are just naturally empathetic, and that's a, that's a tremendous gift to have. But I'm going to bet that most of you are just like me, and, and you need a little bit of help. And the good thing is, is that you don't have to overcomplicate things. And so today, I want to talk about just some very basic, practical steps that you can use. First of all, get out of your own thoughts and just listen. What's a person saying? What does their body language communicate? What sort of facial expressions are they presenting? (laughs) Does their body language line up with what they're saying? So get out of your own head, your own thoughts, and just listen. The second thing is name the emotion that you're seeing. Is it anger? Is it frustration? Is it sadness? You seem like you're happy today. What are you What are you seeing? Put words to that, and don't be don't be concerned about getting it right. Just simply name what you're seeing, John. John, it looks like it looks like to me that you're really sad right now. Um, and then third, the third thing is to wait for confirmation or clarification. If if John isn't really sad. He's not going to be upset that you at least tried to name it and, and you got it wrong. He's just going to correct you. He may say, no, no, Ryan, I'm not sad. I'm, I'm actually frustrated that I'm having to deal with this same thing over and over again. It doesn't matter if you, if you get it right. It doesn't matter if you get it wrong. Naming the emotion with sincerity produces the same result most of the time. It produces connection and bonding. And it also brings clarification to the individual. This, this may be the first time that this person has ever put words to what he or she is feeling inside. And you just helped him do that. And so then step four, as, as you're listening, um, just reflect back uh, some of the actual words that he or she just gave you. So 
John, I'm, I'm hearing you say that, that you're frustrated because you're dealing with the same thing over and over. And the fifth step is just to pause and let them talk. When you reflect, then pause. And most of the time, if, if there is a trust, a sense of trust in the relationship, the person is going to dive deeper into the situation that they're dealing with. And this allows this person to begin talking about something that obviously is a very difficult situation for them. They get out of their head, out of their own thoughts, and they begin releasing the stress and anxiety in the form of words. So there you go, a five-step process to greater empathy in your life. It's obviously not going not gonna to happen exactly like this every time, but as long as you push against your, your, your desire to give perspective or insight or advice and just be with the person and empathize with what's going on inside of them, the chances of them walking away with the warm and connected feeling is pretty high. And it's not just about that warm and fuzzy feeling. You're actually giving them the relational nutrients that helps them overcome the problem that they're experiencing. You're giving them the deeper-rooted solution that they didn't even know they were seeking.